Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, November 27th, and this is for November 27th through December 3rd. Earlier today, the moon formed its monthly conjunction with Pluto, which might have brought some feelings of heaviness to the day, might have had you looking at things in a more serious light than you normally would. But at around 2 p.m. Pacific time today, the moon went into Aquarius. And hopefully if you had been feeling drained, either from that moon-Pluto conjunction or just from the Thanksgiving holiday in general, hopefully the moon shifting into Aquarius will uplift your spirits a bit, give you a new perspective, and have you asking yourself, wait, why was I focusing on limitations earlier? Look at all these possibilities I have in front of me. And the Aquarius moon loves to ask, what's possible? You know, what's something new I can try? There are no ideas that are too outlandish for an Aquarius moon. Or if there are, I I haven't come across them yet. But we are in Sagittarius season now. And Sagittarius is, of course, open to adventure and trying new things. And now that the moon is in Aquarius, over the next couple of days, the focus is going to be on growth expansion, doing things differently, bringing innovative ideas to the table, and probably more than a little bit of rebellion as well. In Aquarius, Moon brings a lot of mental energy along with it too, so we're going to be doing plenty of thinking over the next couple of days. We might be feeling restless, we might be itching to make some changes in our lives, And both Mercury and Venus are forming quinsunxes with Uranus right now, which is bringing even more Aquarian energy to the mix. Mm -hmm. This is some very electric energy that we're working with for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Aquarian energy likes to shake things up and bring in new ideas, new rules, new regulations. Now, Sunday night, might be the least electric of these days, but Monday, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully Sunday you can get a little bit of rest in, but by Monday, November 28th, it's looking to be a very, very, I'll put another very in there, a very, very, very active day astrologically. I'm talking about Monday, November 28th, and this Aquarius moon is going to raise absolute heck, and there is just a tremendous amount of rebelliousness in the air. Mm. I mean, many, many people around the world are living in societies right now that no longer serve them, that no longer work. And this is just another pressure point where those systems and the people in charge of those systems are going to be challenged. So we'll see what happens Monday. In addition to the Aquarius moon bringing some very active, restless energy to the table, Mars is going to be incredibly active too. And Mars is, of course, the god of war. And Mars is currently in a rebellious sign itself. Mars is in Gemini. And Gemini is another sign that's not necessarily known for just falling in line. Mm -hmm. Gemini is going to question things and challenge things. And because Mars is retrograde right now, you know, there's an even greater likelihood that Mars is really going to challenge authority right now and thumb its nose at tradition. And you can't talk about tradition without talking about Saturn. And Saturn and Mars are actually forming a trine around 10 a.m. Pacific time on Monday, November 28th. 
And by itself, this transit would be considered a smooth transit and an easygoing transit, but it also signifies tremendous endurance, tremendous staying power. So if you're dealing with a situation where you have two opposing sides that strongly believe in their point of view, this transit could also signify that both parties are ready to dig their feet in and fight for their side. Is this another one of those astrological times where we would be best to sort of hold our tongue Maybe take it uh... always. Okay, yeah, that's generally good advice, uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in general, yeah, I mean, I always want to be slower to articulate your thoughts, but yeah, especially right now, as long as Mars is retrograde in Gemini, it's just going to be kind of a confusing time, and that goes through January, uh, middle of January. So, Mm. yeah, if you can though, but Monday and Tuesday, I mean, it's just looking so darn electric. It's one of those things where. You might just have to make a conscious effort to slow down at times to Mm. you might just have to take a time out. You know, the stuff around you might be moving around so fast. People might be acting a little too uh, hyperactive, whatever you want to call it. And you might just have to say, hey, I got to go take a little time for myself here and catch my breath. Let my mind slow down a bit. But um, noted. That's good advice. Yeah. But, you know, if by chance you are not, if you are not currently engaged in a global power struggle. At the very least, Monday could bring for you some surprises at work. You know, you could be feeling impulsive. People around you might be acting impulsively or restless. You know, expect to be doing a good amount of communicating on Monday. Aquarian energy is very sociable energy. There are going to be people involved. It's, it's really hard to hide from an Aquarius moon. <laughs> expect things to be busy. You know, sometimes the Monday after a holiday weekend, we can just kind of ease our way back into things, but it's not looking like it's going to be one of those Mondays. And the same thing with Tuesday, actually. But the thing with Tuesday is that we're going to have a long void of course moon that day. That's Tuesday, November 29th. The moon's going to be void of course the entire day on Tuesday mm. until 4, 4.15 p.m. Pacific time. So any plans you make on Tuesday during the day at least, any agreements you make, there's a decent chance that those things will either not work out or they could fall through. Mm -hmm. So this Aquarius moon is really going to stir the pot Monday and Tuesday. But if you're looking to lock things in or to close a deal, try to get it done by Monday if you can, because Tuesday is looking to be a bit of a wild card And Thursday, December 1st, is also looking like a wild card. More on that in a second. Mm -hmm. But first, I'd like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, Mm -hmm. you attended an Elton John concert last Sunday at Dodger Stadium. It is supposedly the last concert he's going to play in the U.S. I know he's going to be going to Europe next. Um, But as a Scorpio, what did you think of this Elton John concert? How did it go? I loved it. It was a great concert. I had never been to a concert at Dodger Stadium before. I don't think I'd been to Dodger Stadium since I was a kid. So it was fun for that reason as well. It was great energy in the air. It was just it felt like such a big massive event that I was just very lucky to be part of and it was a great show. 
Yeah, and you know, they say that Scorpios tend to be psychic or they have some mm. intuitive abilities. Scorpio and Pisces would be up there as far as the intuition goes. And I understand that at the beginning of the concert, you and the group you were with placed a friendly wager <laughs> as to what song Elton John would open with. And you guessed correctly. Do you think that your Scorpio psychic abilities helped you guess that song correctly? Who can say? I also have seen him previously before. It's quite possible that maybe subconsciously I knew what he was going to play first, although I can't remember if he played that first as well. He played Benny and the Jets. Maybe he always opens with Benny and the Jets, and I forgot. But I truly did not know when we all placed a bet. And everyone made fun of me for picking that song, too, so maybe it's not common knowledge. Um... But I heard later that, like, he tends to open with that. Now, I didn't know that. Maybe I knew it subconsciously. I think that being psychic is always sort of knowing something subconsciously anyway. So who knows? Who can say? Um, but, yeah, it was fun. We placed... My cousin likes to place bets on random things. So we also placed bets on what songs he... What hit songs he would not play and what songs he would close with. And I think the only thing we didn't bet on was how many costume changes he would make. And I believe that came out to three costume changes. Hmm. Okay. That's all very, very interesting. And I, I got to rewatch the concert with you last night because yeah. it was actually streamed on Disney Plus, the actual concert you were at. So that yeah. was pretty cool. You got to relive the magic. I got to experience the magic I wanted to experience and fast through other parts of the concert. <laughs> but it was fun. It was really cool. And Almy, as a Scorpio, do you have any parting advice for Elton John on this <laughs> last leg of his tour before he retires to spend more time with his family? Uh, Scorpio's advice would be to have fun, stay in the moment, try not to get too ahead of yourself, and just be grateful for where you are and continue to dress fabulously. Yeah, so that's that's great advice, and congratulations to Elton John for having a, an amazingly wonderful life and career, I guess. Yes, um, he's a big fan of this podcast, so yeah. he's very pleased that we're shouting him out, obviously. Yeah, Sir Elton John never does anything without consulting our podcast first. So right. very cool to have him tuning in. <laughs> Yet again, thank you, Sir Elton John, and thank you, Elmi, for sure. sharing. Appreciate that. Thank you. So the beginning of this week starts off with, I'm just saying, like a bolt of lightning. I'm, I'm fully expecting this to be just a very, very, very active Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. By Wednesday, the moon will be in Pisces, and things will slow down, that's for sure. A Pisces moon does tend to slow things down. A Pisces moon does not necessarily bring clarity to things. So if this particular Aquarius moon Monday and Tuesday ended up bringing more questions than it did answers, might not be getting these answers Wednesday and Thursday while the moon is in Pisces. Mm. Also on Wednesday, the Pisces moon is going to square the sun, which is currently in Sagittarius. So our emotions and our self-confidence might be a little bit in flux as well. We could be feeling a little unsure of ourselves on Wednesday. Also on Wednesday, Venus is opposing Mars. Venus is the planet of, you know, beauty diplomacy, wants to smooth everything over, bring grace, lightness, and ease to things. But when it's opposing Mars, you know, Mars just wants to win by any means necessary. So when you have those two planets not seen eye to eye, it's not the best placement for diplomacy. So that's Wednesday. And then Thursday is the day I really have my eye on. The Pisces moon is just... Um, it's just, uh, what is it on Frasier? Scrambled egg, tossed salad and scrambled mm -hmm. eggs. Yes. Hey, 
Yeah, this is a very Frasier kind of day. Thursday, December 1st is best described as tossed salads and scrambled eggs. If you are looking for clarification on anything for on Thursday, December 1st, man, I wish you the best because you're probably not going to get it. Uh, very, very confusing day. The Pisces moon is going to square Mars. It's going to square Venus. It's going to square Mercury. It's going to form a conjunction with Neptune, which is going to bring further fuzziness to things. You're really going to want to tap into your intuition on Thursday because the you're not necessarily going to get straight answers on things, but you might be feeling especially intuitive on Thursday. As I mentioned, along with Scorpio being known for being psychic, Pisces definitely has a reputation for being psychic, and you might need to use those psychic abilities on Thursday if you're looking to get any sort of clarification on anything, or for another way to do it is just don't agree to anything on Thursday, at least give it until Friday once the moon has entered Aries. Aries does prefer diligence, detail, wants to g- give you direct answers, doesn't, uh, isn't as big a fan of intuition, isn't wired that way. So Wednesday and Thursday of this week, a lot of potential for confusion. We might even be quite tired, a little worked up from the beginning part of this week when the moon was in Aquarius. But by Friday, at least, I think things will slow down a little bit, or at the very least, we'll be feeling a bit more empowered once the moon enters Aries. And then Saturday, December 3rd, the big event that day is that Neptune is going to turn direct. The planet Neptune has been retrograde since June 28th of this year. Uh, Neptune goes retrograde once a year. And when it's retrograde, it stays retrograde for about five months, maybe six months. So Neptune is one of those planets that's retrograde half the time. So, you know, it's such a long retrograde period. It's not like Mercury retrograde where you feel it more in your day-to-day life. With Neptune, it's that longer, longer burn. So if anything, you might feel something with this Neptune going direct on Friday or Saturday. There could be... You know, usually with Neptune, when it goes direct, they say that maybe you can see behind the curtain a little bit. There might be some secrets that are revealed or certain illusions you've been holding on to. If they weren't meant to be, they might fall apart now around December 2nd, December 3rd, uh, December 4th, somewhere in there. That's kind of what Neptune can do. It can kind of chip away at things over a long period of time. And it's so subtle about it that, again, you don't realize it's happening on a day-to-day basis or even a week-to-week. But, you know, around the time it goes direct or around the time it goes retrograde, that's when it can kind of present itself that, oh, this relationship wasn't working or maybe this person isn't supposed to be in your life or maybe what you thought of this person or what have you you thought of this situation, you didn't quite have all the information. And now you can see things a little more clearly. So that's something that could be happening this weekend. We'll see how that goes. Mm. But for the large part, you know, this week, I say, is really one of those weeks you just kind of want to hang in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're not feeling any of this stuff at all. Maybe this week you're just smooth sailing. You're like, I love this energy. I'm having the time of my life. If that's the case, just enjoy it, of course. But if you are experiencing just some confusion this week or just a lot of thoughts that you don't really know what to do with, uh, more clarity would be coming the following week, I would say, especially as Mercury and Venus the week after this one, are going to transition into Capricorn. Mercury will enter Capricorn on December 6th. So our thoughts and our communications will become a heck of a lot more focused and more clear with that transition. And then Venus will be entering Capricorn on December 9th. 
And again, any time Capricorn touches a planet, it's going to bring some focus to things. And right now this week, again, I'm a Sagittarius. I love Sagittarian energy, but it's not the most focused energy. It's pretty, you know, it's it's very in the moment kind of energy. And when it's mixing with the Aquarius moon, when it's mixing with the Pisces moon, and when it's mixing with Mars and Gemini, and when Mars is also retrograde in Gemini, man, it's just, I'm not quite sure how to what's going to happen this week. There's a lot of potential for everything. So uh, experience what you want to experience. Uh, and uh, again, if you look for clarity, though, this is not the week for it. Look for uh, once we get into December a little bit further. Hmm. But either way, we hope everyone's doing great. It's going to be a lively week, a fun week, regardless of what happens. Um, thanks, as always, for listening. We love you. And I think Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take some deep breaths. First, get into a comfortable position. You can sit down or lie down, just whatever feels easy, and I'll give you a moment to get settled in. And if you would like to close your eyes, close them now. Together, let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in. And deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath in and deep breath out. And release any tension you may still be carrying, like in your shoulders, in your jaw, and in your forehead. As always, we thank you so much for your support. You can follow us on Instagram at Something About Astrology or on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you again soon.